Mike's Daily Podcast. I'm back. It's Mike Matthews here with Cafe Anyway and the uh, Mike's Daily Podcast show somewhere in Podcastro Valley. Mike's Daily Podcast. And ep- ep- episode 2755, 2755. I'm alive. I'm alive. I think I'm alive. I don't know. I might have died. No, wait. If, I'm, if I died, I'm a ghost and I'm doing this podcast. That's little creepier than most podcasts but hey i think i'm alive i hope so anyway because mike's daily podcast here's something that just as i was saying that it reminded me of over the weekend mike's i found daily a recording podcast that i forgot that i did with my mom with my mom about oh about four months Four months before she passed. She passed away on Valentine's Day 2022, so we're coming up on the anniversary. And I had forgotten that I had recorded this. And I listened to it, and <laughs> she sounded... Uh, I think I bored her. Maybe that's that's why I don't have any listeners on my podcast, because I bore them when I'm just talking to them on the, you know, device the phone device you and i are listening to you're listening to me through the, through a phone probably through an app on a phone or maybe on a computer desktop or some other crazy piece of technology at any rate we would talk and she just oh i, I don't know i think she bored easily but i it was an, it's so listening to it it was funny because the first thing that stood out to me was listening to my mom complain about cats. She did not like cats. And here I am now, I have two cats. Which is weird because when I was younger, she loved cats. We had a cat. Well, we always had a cat. She went out, always adopted a cat. And something happened I, somewhere that she just started disliking them. Probably it was when... And here's today's podcast picture. My mom always left the door open and a cat wandered in and had babies in the laundry closet. That's what it was. And it was weird because I was getting ready to go to school one morning and I used to say, oh, you know, because this is terrible. All, All kids, I'm sure, go through this and it's sad and it's depressing. But, you know, you're watching TV and... You see guys on TV with their washboard abs. I'm going to get a six-pack. What I'm going to get, six-pack abs. So I decided I'm going to do sit-ups every day. Well, one morning I'm doing sit-ups. And the late, great Basil the Boxer. Oh, he got a nice shout-out from Vince, who saw the picture that I posted yesterday of him fighting a a Toro Toro kind of thing uh see that picture at mikesdailypodcast.com and the podcast picture today will be something from a couple years back as well i i will you just have to see what it is at mikesdailypodcast.com but yes i was uh doing um working out trying to get the nice of ab stomach washboard thing happening and as i am Doing sit-ups, which it turns out, if you do them the wrong way, you're just destroying your back. So, lesson learned there. Because I had a bunch of back problems when I was younger. 
what happened? Oh, so I'm listening to the radio, and they're playing that song by Cindy Lauper. No, not girls just want to have fun. No, not time after time. Is is that why you're bald, Mike? <laughs> True Colors. Okay. No, it was all through the night. And in that song, there's a line where she says, "All through the night, a stray cat is crying. A stray cat cries back." And right at that point, I start hearing meowing, and I'm thinking, "Oh, that's the guy on the that's the DJ on the radio station who was known for playing sound effects. He must be messing with me, messing with the audience, and playing sound effects." No, turned out there were kittens behind the washing machine. So. I think that was probably the beginning of the end for my mom liking cats. The Haley Moment of the Week. Danger, Will Robinson, danger. But mom, I hear her in this recording saying, oh, cats are awful. They have nothing. They, all they have is fleas. They have fleas. They bring fleas into your house. Well, yes, but they have this thing called flea medication now that you can put on the cat and they don't do that. Actually, we probably had flea medication back then in the 80s when I was trying to get the washboard apps. But no, that wasn't really a thing mom was interested in doing. So how about this? Not cats, but peacocks. Their quarterly loss has narrowed to $825 million as they have hit... 31 million subscribers. Hey, good looking. We'll be back to pick you up later. The streaming service from NBC, Universal, Comcast Entertainment grew its fourth quarter revenue by 57% to surpass $1 billion for a quarter for the first time while narrowing its loss. The streamer ended 2023 with 31 million paying, paying subscribers. And I think part of that is because they made it so now you can't... You used to get it for free if you had Comcast, but now now you got to pay for it. Which is sad because I was really enjoying Poker Face with uh, Natasha Leon, but I guess I got to pay for it now. So how does that compare with other streaming services? I don't think, let's see, as legacy, media, as legacy media seeds streaming subscribers scale to Netflix, streaming profits have been in focus for Wall Street. For comparison, in its most recent quarter, Warner Brothers Discovery posted a $111 million profit for its direct-to-consumer division. That includes Max, that used to be HBO, but now it's named after some guy named Max. Slash Discovery Plus, while Paramount Global disclosed a $238 million streaming loss and Disney lost $387 million on its Disney Plus slash ESPN Plus slash Hulu combined business. And uh, that is, that's interesting that there's all this loss going on with the streaming as we go outside a cafe anyway we're ringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcastro Valley anyway the last place on earth the CEO said 2024 is already off to a great start I couldn't be more proud of how our company came together to deliver a record-breaking NFL wildcard game on Peacock and the nation's biggest night on the internet ever our unique and complimentary capabilities will enable us to capitalize on the many opportunities ahead and they have the board has increased the company's dividend for the 16th consecutive year 
that story from the Hollywood Reporter. Outside a cafe anyway. Somewhere in Podcastro Valley, Mont. Podcastro Valley, Mont. And in other internet-related news, Microsoft is laying off 1,900 workers in its gaming unit. Mike is awesome. Um... I don't care about gaming. I told a young person I work with today, I don't do gaming. And they said, that's a good thing. That's a keep going with that because it is a colossal waste of time. This from someone much younger than me. That's probably not something I would have said when I was his age, but he's very smart. The cuts represent about 9% of the 22,000 Microsoft gaming employees and come three months after Microsoft closed on its $69 billion acquisition of Activision Blizzard. Blizzard's president, Mike Ivara, is leaving, along with Blizzard co-founder and design leader, Alan Adham. Do you have any safe spaces? Safe spaces? Yes, where people can go to get away from the colonialist mentality. As long as there's a diversity, equity, and inclusion policy, we'll be fine. But by the fact that here we are a month past Christmas, and I still see, when I'm walking, I'll see through a window now and then, a Christmas tree, nicely lit. And I'll still see some Christmas lights up. And I love it. I like it. Remember during COVID, which is now we're coming up on the four-year anniversary of COVID, that people were so, it was just such a stressed out time and people, you know, they were just dealing with it and finding ways ways to deal with it. So they were at home and they were like, I'm not going to put away the Christmas lights. So there was pink Christmas trees, basically turning their Christmas trees or taking the lights off the Christmas tree. It's a trap! This, of course, would have to be a fake one because a real one would turn into a complete fire hazard by the time it got to Valentine's Day. But some people were putting pink lights on their fake Christmas trees to turn them into Valentine's trees. Now they were doing that this year because of the Barbie movie. But, yeah, I, I'm starting to take stuff down. I take a while. I remember one year... I think it might have been the year my mom passed away. I was so stressed. I just kept all the Christmas stuff up well into March. It was just a, you know, it, was, it helped me deal. I don't know, the whole Christmas feeling and the, the joyous time of year. I wanted it to linger. It was, a, it was a nice blanket to wrap me up in as I was going through all that grief and stress. But I try and put it away at least by the end of this month but Netflix speaking of which they are going to air the WWE's flagship program Raw but that's not starting till next year and it is their first major foray into live sports it is the top program on USA Network the 10 year deal is valued at more than 5 billion dollars and they'll have an option to exit the deal after 5 years We'll see how they do. They didn't do so well with some live stuff that they have tried to do. And they've dabbled a little bit in sports recently with documentary type series like the one about Formula One and professional golf, tennis and football. And they might develop movies or TV shows around WWE characters. 
But maybe you're not into wrestling or watching people wrestle in costumes and fly through the air and smash into each other and all that and talk with those crazy exaggerated voices. Oh, and I think didn't The Rock get the the rights to his name? For some reason, he didn't actually own the rights to The Rock. And my cat is slightly named after him because Dwayne The Rock Johnson came from Hayward and my cat came from Hayward. And he's also a bit of a boxer, so he's kind of like Rocky. And he's also gray, so he looks like a rock. And he survived, and he's got the eye of the tiger, so he's like that Survivor song from Rocky. All these things related to that. But let's not talk about rocks when we're skiing, because when you're skiing and you hit a rock, that's not good. The snow business has record prices, record skiers, and record revenues going on. A single-day lift ticket at Vail costs 300 bucks, the highest amount ever charged to ski the iconic resort. Well, and that's uh, about 100 miles outside of Denver. My mom loved to ski. She taught me how to ski. And if she heard those prices, Wow. She'd say, wow, shuts wow. She'd be shocked. The price was $100 higher than a single-day lift ticket just six years ago. So it's gone up that much. Wow. One-day tickets for $300 are also what you have to spend if you're at Steamboat Springs, Beaver Creek, Park City Mountain. Oh, Heavenly, North Star, and Palisades are all at 250 sometimes 275 dollars what sucks is if you drive all that way to get to that resort and you're fighting the elements and you're finding fighting ice on the roads and you're putting on chains and all that getting up early dealing with the cold and then you get there and you find out how much it costs it's insult to injury it's like the salt that they put on the roads to keep them from icing but the salt gets in your wounds American Ski Resort saw 65 million skier snowboarder visits last year, the highest number ever. There are fewer ski resorts than there were 40 years ago. And there is almost no opportunities to build new ones. So, supply and demand. Popularity has soared because of season passes popularized by Vail Resorts. An Altira Mountain Company. They own dozens of resorts. The most transformative right. to the industry was season passes now costing $909 and rising. Wow. For the season. Okay. And other interesting stuff. Sephora employs wild recap of girl fighting with mom. Over a $900 makeup haul goes viral. iPad kids who have never heard the word no get what they want. It's a 10-year-old losing her mind over $900 of makeup at Sephora. I have not seen this. What do Crocs and Claire's have in in common? Both companies have made comebacks after hitting a low point culturally in the late 2010s. Crocs has a number of high-profile corporate and celebrity partnerships under its belt. Claire's locations range from 
Paris to Walmart to Roblox. Oh, and didn't Croc, what's the company Croc bought recently that my lovely lady friend was telling me about? Oh, too bad she's not here outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley. Mont. Demands for $35,000 virtual reality headset have gone up the $160,000 plus Apple Vision Pro headsets sold out in minutes. What? After going on pre-sale last week. Demand could cool after diehard techie snapped up the first batch of three... Oh, th- 3.5K gadgets. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Oh, no, no, no. There was over 160,000 that sold. It was it didn't sell for 160,000. Yeah, I don't think a headset... It is $35,000. Got it. What was that all about? Okay, all those numbers got me a little bit confused. But, okay, we were talking about Crocs that made a comeback. <laughs> what about Stanley Cups? Pink Stanley Cups were the rage. And, oh yeah, anthropology mirrors. But they're being sold at Costco for $150. Whereas in anthropology, the same mirror is like $1,200. All that from Rob Black. I think I got the gist of his stories there and delivered them to you. I produce his podcast. He's heard on the radio on AM 1220 KDOW Monday through Friday. And he's on the television station Cron. Weekdays, Monday through Thursday in the 9 o'clock hour. And one other little bit of interesting news to let you know about here pertaining to California. And that is California State Historical Resources Commission is going to consider 10 properties for action. They'll consider 10 nominations for federal historic designation. And that's happening at a meeting in Sacramento next week. Next Friday, the nominations include several historic districts, a steel suspension bridge in Los Angeles County, and the Sacramento Shops Historic District to be nominated for a historic place. That bridge is the Mariposa Street Bridge, a steel suspension bridge built in 1939 across the Los Angeles River. It links the equestrian neighborhoods of Burbank and Glendale Ranchos to the north, while the Los Angeles Equestrian Center and Griffith Park Equestrian Trails to the south. Ah, yes, I know that bridge. It was designed to allow horses and riders to cross the river in this unique 20th century commercial equestrian area. The thing is, the Los Angeles River is just sad. I don't know how much... They were supposed to do some work to try and make it look nice again. Yeah, how's the mic, Mike? But for years growing up, it was such an eyesore. They completely concreted it up, made a huge concrete wash, so it no longer looked like a river. It just looked like a bunch of filthy water. Hi there, Mike. How are you? uh, Just uh, running across some concrete that was full of graffiti. And I think I had heard they were trying to make it more natural looking again. So I don't know if they did that down there, but I just remember. And oh, there were all of these pipes where all the runoff from the city streets, these big pipes would big, you know, like a big tunnel, almost looked like a tunnel and the water would run out of it and into the river. Well, a lot of those that you could see from the freeway, 
they painted to make them look like cats. Speaking of cats again. And yes, they they gave them whiskers. And I forget, it was that Highway 5 that you could see that from? It was somewhere in Los Angeles. So that's what they're working on in L.A. And the Bell Vista House in Palm Springs is another one. The Los Feliz Boulevard Courtyard Apartments Historic District in Los Angeles. Interesting. What is the matter with you? And the last resort in Lagunitas, located in a forested area of West Marin County's San Geronimo Valley. The handmade buildings and structures combine ecological design and art. The district created by David Hoffman was influenced by his interest in sustainable architecture and nine years spent traveling principally in Asia. That's all for possible historic designation. Just thought you might find that interesting as I bump my head against this microphone outside a cafe anyway. Look who is here. Hello, McMath, this is Shelly Schuhart, Cliff Chef Supervisor. I have a lot of snow globes that have cats in them, McMathews. Oh, so they're like cats walking in the snow? Yeah, McMathews, cats in the snow. That sounds cool. Cats in the snow. They're so funny, those videos of cats walking around in the snow. They look like they're having fun. That's true, Mike Matthews. I saw the Mean Girls musical. Did you like it? It was okay, Mike Matthews. I mean, it was fetch. Ah. I think I know what that means. Look who else is here. Oh, Mike, this is Floyd the Floorman. And this is John Deere, the engineer. Mike, yes. Fetch means when you're with a dog and you want it to fetch something, you throw it. And the dog brings it back to you. <clears throat> now, the late great Basil the Boxer did not necessarily do that, but my cat Rocky does that. All kinds of toys I'll throw, and he gets them, brings them back to me. Fascinating, isn't it? So fetch. Well, I found the name for today's podcast, and I hope you find the phone number to call me if you would like to contribute to today's podcast. Here's the number. Call Mike at the Cafe Anyway Hotline. Area code 510-228-4640. Why the hell did I yelp that? I do not say things like all the YouTubers say on YouTube. What do you think? Comment below. I don't say that. Although you could if you wanted to comment below. And you can comment on the website. And there's an email and all that. To find that, why there's someone who's going to show us where all that is. And that would be A-Frame. And here she is. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.